Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Hello, I'm Phil Blizzard in Dubai with Travelwise and for this edition we have an interview special. We're finding out more about a what's going to be a fascinating destination in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Talking about Al Ula, which is in the northwest of the kingdom. And I'm talking with Melanie D'Souza, who's the Executive Director for Destination Marketing at the Royal Commission for Alula. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Well, as I've been saying, our focus today is Saudi Arabia, and in particular, Al-Yula, which is getting so much exposure, so much publicity, quite deservedly because of what it's got to offer, and a massive international campaign. So to tell us more about the campaign and the destination itself is Melanie D'Souza, who's the Executive Director, Destination Marketing at the Royal Commission for Al-Yula. So, Melanie, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you, Phil, for having me. It's a privilege to be on your show. Well, great stuff, and uh, thank you very much for your time. So let's um, start off and establish the location of Al Yula. It's what, northwest Saudi Arabia? Sure is, sure is. An easy flight from Riyadh, uh, Jeddah, or indeed Dimam. Um, and uh, it is one of the most magnificent destinations, um, significant global heritage, and the fact that Saudi Arabia, as you know, has been closed to the world, mm. um, the fact that this is a new destination of such significance culturally and from a heritage perspective, I think it'll take the world by storm. Well, I think it is. With your campaign at the moment, I see uh, the the promotional campaign cropping up everywhere. It's national TV channels through to uh, print as well. So um, it's on the incense route, isn't it? So. The precise location is well north of the religious sites, isn't it? Yes, so it's northwest of Riyadh, um, and uh, about a thousand odd, uh, ten thousand odd kilometres. Um, what I will say about it is that um, it has been it's played host to um, you know it's been at the crossroads of civilizations, mm. played host to trading routes over the years. It's also synonymous with you know the old Hijaz railway that was built, and of course it's synonymous with Lawrence of Arabia. Mm. Um, it was built to go from Damascus to Medina, and then meant to go on to Mecca. But they weren't able to complete that. Um, and I guess Alula itself, and certainly harking back to the Nabataeans, who people will know from the association with Petra, um, that was a civilization that was known to be warm, welcoming, mm. and very much the place where people and the caravans stopped because there was plentiful resources, especially water. Okay, most important, of course. And as you say, uh, similarity with Jordan. And let's try and create a picture now for our listeners because we haven't got the advantage of visuals and videos. So you mentioned Jordan. and In some ways, there was a lot of geographical similarities and, and uh, the terrain, the well, stupendous mountains and uh, uh, rock exactly. carvings. I think what um, stamps Alola with a degree of difference is uh, what I see as the juxtaposition between these magnificent rocky landscapes um, and the green of the oasis mm. and the palm trees. And then overlaid with that, the relics and amazing heritage assets that civilizations have left us over the last, um, you know, so many years. 
Forgive me, uh, sure. I just seem to have had a power outage there, Phil, but I'm sure it'll come back and we'll be back out of the dark in a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, adding a bit of atmosphere because Aluna at night time must be magnificent and with the uh, canopy of stars above, you know, it must be a magnificent well, night, perspective. Yeah, the night skies, sorry to talk over you there. The night skies are absolutely brilliant, and we do recommend um, to visitors that apart from the plethora of adventure activities, they absolutely must put into their itinerary stargazing because, of course, this was how people navigated yeah. in you know, for centuries, but it's also brilliant night skies. It's now a much nicer way of navigating rather than having a handheld device which is using a, <laughs> a satellite tracking. It at you. <laughs> <laughs> so right. moving on, that's one aspect. Moving on now, what... Uh, Alula has to offer for, for travellers, visitors from, well, not just the UAE, but uh, across the Middle East region, for example. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. So, Phil, let me just uh, spend a bit of time talking a little bit about our core asset. Because mm. as a boutique heritage and cultural destination, while we obviously have Hegra, which is the iconic site associated with the Nabataeans, and obviously that's our connect to Petra. With our Hegra, you are looking at over a hundred beautifully preserved tombs over a very wide expanse of land. And these are intricately carved with motifs dating back, um, you know, to the Hellenic times, but they tell a rich story of the times and um, lives of the Nabataeans. You have um, the lion tombs that are associated with one of the ancient North Arabian kingdoms of Dadan. Um, now, Dadan was uh, here 9th century BCE to the 8th century BCE, and then followed by the Leonites, 5th century um, CE to the 2nd century CE. These are really ancient civilizations, mm, sure. and there's still a lot of archaeology afoot to tell a much bigger story than has already been uncovered. Um, and then the open library, if I may, which is over 500 inscriptions and petroglyphs that tell about the times and lives and rituals, if you like, of these civilizations. Wonderful animal drawings, um, drawings of hunting scenes, you know, musical instruments. Just, um, you know, our, our um, official term is open library. Um, you know, and I think it sums it up. So from what you're saying there, a lot to be discovered, a lot to be uh, uh found underground as the archaeology uh, continues, the archaeologists hard at work, no doubt. Absolutely. and But just what's available already to be taken in and, you know, just the majesty of uh, the surrounds, but also so much to learn from what ancient civilizations have left behind mm. in terms of the way they embraced nature, embraced resources, um, and, you know, how they lived, really. And, and in that Many of the lessons that I think we are embracing for um, how we go about developing the destination, you know, responsible approach to sure. resources mm. we're inheriting, sustainability, all of that. Is, are there challenges because of the remoteness or semi-remoteness of, of your uh, uh, Alula, for example? Well, what I've learned uh, in Saudi Arabia in my 14 months of being here is that that is not a challenge. Okay. If things have to be built, they get done. <laughs> Resources are thrown at it, and it happens. Um, and I actually think that uh, an hour and 20 minutes flight from a major uh, gateway mm. in Saudi is not exactly far. And, and talking about um, building things, one of the evocative moments on one of the videos is the horse and the horsewoman with her flowing robes going past a massive mirror. 
Now, that is part of a, a venue, isn't it? It is Mariah, which Mariah. literally means mirrored building, and it is 10,000 square meters of covered glass. So as yeah. you rightly say, Phil, mirrored in it, you see these magnificent um, rocky uh, outcrops. And, of course, it's been in the news recently because, um, affectionately, people are saying that's where Qatar was warmly embraced back into the fold as part of the GCC summit. Of course, so absolutely. So it's been flashed across the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stunning. But it's also played host as. I was going to say it's a stunning image because you've got the horse woman going past the mirror, uh, which is set against the backdrop of the rock, and then the reflection of other rocks and outcrops coming into that scene. So, absolutely fantastic. And sorry to come in there, but you were saying uh, the venue itself is being used for a, a wide variety of uh, events and uh, performances, concerts, etc. Exactly. Mm. So, give us an overview of some of the, exactly. of the events. Concerts. Concerts and business tourism, yep, certainly. Um, and, you know, we opened the destination as a year-round destination in October last year, Phil. Yep. But, of course, um, certainly the UAE market is familiar with Alola because over two successive years we ran a winter festival called Winter at Tantora, yeah. many of the events of which were at Mariah. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Okay, what, I mean, for people travelling from, as we said, from UAE and Middle East, what is there in terms of two things, really, accommodation to start with? Sure. So um, we've got um, the Ashar Hotel that is operational at the moment uh, for two months and then goes back into uh, redevelopment um, and will be relaunched as the Banyan Tree uh, in the fall of this year. Um, we've got Chardon, a five-star hotel, Sahari as the three and a half to four mm. star hotel, and this wonderful alternate way of uh, looking at accommodation, which is these beautifully equipped road vehicles that okay. um, you know you step out of them and you're in the night skies, and it's just magic because it's beautifully located Fantastic. out there in the Ashar Valley. Certainly, some of them. Uh, that sounds fantastic, um, and it leads me on to. Uh uh, adventure tourism in many ways and uh, uh, and sporting side of tourism. So, again... So, Phil, before, before we do that, sure. though, with your permission, I just want to plug <laughs> of some of the really amazing hotels that are going to be um, coming online. We have Habitas uh, opening in July, which is a lovely brand that uh, people see as, um, you know, in their minds associated with Tulum and Nicaragua, uh, aimed at the millennial market. I was going to say, that's perhaps a, a brand which is not very... Uh, we're not not familiar here in the Middle East, so that's going to be a, a, a welcome new brand. I think it's going to be lapped up, especially by the millennials. Sure. They have very deep insights in that audience and really know how to um, look after them. Um, we also have, um, you know, three Amans in the pipeline. We have the spectacular Jean Nouvel Resort, which is going to be just a stunning piece of architecture. Um, and mm. those all come online in 2023. So there's lots to look forward to sure. on the hotel. Um, side of things but you were asking me about what else there is to do <laughs> indeed regarding i mean adventure tourism extreme sports that sort of uh part of travel and tourism is getting a lot of momentum so what what can you offer so so let me tell you we have it for all um the uh, you know there's the faint-hearted like me and then there's the adrenaline junkie mm. and we cater for the gamut so we've got everything from a double zip line to uh, you can you know rear around the dunes in um, in buggies. We've got uh, trails for you know people with lesser fitness through to the really um, really fit. 
we've got what they're calling the bump and pump bike park, which um, looks, um, uh, uh, you know, quite interesting, dare I say it. And um, I mentioned before, and I'll say it again, but certainly um, stargazing is something I would definitely recommend uh, be put into an itinerary. So there's lots there. And I think, you know, if I think about just the hikes, Mm. um, you're in the most beautiful outdoors and at a time when safety and, um, you know, a consciousness about embracing the the, the great outdoors, sure. you know, given everybody's been cooped up indoors, I think there's lots to offer for um, the UAE market. A- absolutely. And you talk about zip lines. I'm talking to you from uh, uh, Russell Kamer, which has got uh, quite a, quite an impressive zip line as well. So uh, sure uh, a bit, of, <laughs> a bit sure of similarity, a bit of connection there. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Now, regarding uh, the... the, the campaign you're running at the moment you started off 2021 with this very very impressive uh, campaign the world's masterpiece so yes. tell us a bit about the campaign who this is targeted in terms of geography and uh, audience sure and if i may phil i'd like to also acknowledge the saudi tourism global campaign mm. this is the saudi tourism authority which is the one i think you referenced sure, when you talked about sure. the girl on yeah. the horse um but uh, as far as uh, the world's masterpiece is concerned we're really proud and excited to have launched it. It's aimed squarely at the um, home market mm-hmm. and the GCC countries. And we're, really what we're trying to do here is show Alola in all its majestic glory. Um, it's targeted very much at an affluent traveler market mm-hmm. in three specific segments in particular. Um, and it is about the premium positioning that Alola as a heritage and cultural destination deserves. Um, you would have noticed the use of a single female protagonist, yeah. and we're very proud of that because it really does mark a time in Saudi's history where, um, you know, it's so wonderful from a societal point of view to see the newfound, um, you know, sense of um, um, self that so many of the young Saudi mm. ladies to their personal and professional lives. Fantastic, yeah, indeed, that's very true. So regarding the um, campaign you're going at the moment, uh, have you sort of got uh, partnerships with airlines and other uh, stakeholders within the uh, hospitality and travel industry? Well, Phil, I'll give you a sneak preview, shall I? We are formally announcing uh, an MOU with our national carrier very shortly, but I think I can safely okay. tell you that tell you this on on your show. So, Saudi as the national carrier is very much who we are partnering with. It's a four million. Um, star MOU, and what's great is that obviously with Saudi holidays as well, there is the call to action there in terms of packages mm. uh, that will be on offer. Um, but you know, this this is early days, and sure. as borders open up, 31st of March, as you know, mm. Saudi is bringing its mm. borders back open internationally, yep. which is terrific. We will be looking to cement our partnerships with the travel trade. Um, and airlines um, uh, more broadly. I think there could be a big rush for that date, March the 31st, people hopping on uh, on aircraft into uh, into Saudi and getting down to see your uh, magnificent offering. So uh, positive well, news. I hope so, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Well, from uh, what we've been talking about and what is uh, uh, available for uh, people to see regarding the World's Masterpiece campaign, I'm sure there's going to be quite an influx uh, uh, 
at that time before maybe and something to finish off with i'm just thinking march great you've got a couple of months before the really hot summer period but what is the weather like uh in july and august for example well, it, it is hot, but it's really interesting. You know, I've played host to a few um, European groups early last year before COVID um, really mm. struck. And they reckon that it's actually what a lot of the European markets will lap up. So I think Great. the trick will be mm. for us to see how we balance sure. our global portfolio of markets. Really? But the regional market is very important to us. And can I say to all your um, listeners, Phil, that um, – I know they will be familiar with what has been a very prolific cultural calendar that we've run over our festivals, but also stay tuned for more information on concerts because we have a few big names that hopefully we'll be able to talk about in a few weeks. And certainly Dubai and Abu Dhabi will be in our sights for, um, uh, you know, some of those uh, overnight visits taking in um, some major celebrity acts. Yes. Well, I look forward to hearing uh, news about those acts, those concerts, those events and of course any other developments happening so uh keep us updated and uh, we'll catch up again later on i hope melanie thanks very much thank you very much travel wise with phil blizzard news views and interviews and many, many thanks to Melanie D'Souza, the Executive Director for Destination Marketing at the Royal Commission for Al Lula, for uh, joining us here on TravelWise. And since that was recorded, the um, international flight situation into the kingdom has changed. It's evolving all the time. It's been put back several, several weeks. But as I said, this is always changing. So do check with your travel agent, your airlines regarding flights from wherever you are into the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Right, we'll have updates of uh, the travel situation across the region on my weekly travel show on Capital Radio, Saturday afternoons, Capital Radio UAE, Saturday afternoons between 2 and 5. It's called Wish You Were Here and you can join me from anywhere in the world online with www.capitalradiouae.com. And if you would like to have a podcast production for your organisation, do get in touch with me. Drop me an email, philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production. Travel-wise, aviation news flown in by Sea Wing Seaplane Tours. Sea Dubai as never before.